This is the Our Monkeys My Circus podcast. Yeah, that's what it's called. What do you think? Eh. All right, another podcast number, number thirteen. You got it. It's been a couple of months. We are back. It is November tenth, Thursday evening, and here's something I want to ask you about because you haven't really talked about it, but I'm curious what you think. We had an election on Tuesday night. Your mom and I didn't really talk to you about where we were or what we were thinking, but I was wondering what you thought based on the results. Very surprised and a little mad. Why are you, why do you say you're surprised? Um, because I thought that people would notice <clears throat> that, I don't know, really. You don't know why you're upset? No. Oh. Well, do you have any... Why do you think you might be? I'm trying to figure out why you, your initial reaction is Well, mom said that Donald Trump said some really mean things. Oh, okay. So that's sort of where that came from. Where mm-hmm. do you get that? All right. So you were surprised. Why were you surprised? Because he won or? Um, yeah. All right. So do you understand how this, how he won? What happened? Um, he got voted. <laughs> yeah, but do you know how the whole voting thing works? No, not really. So everyone who was over the age of 18 in this country is has the right to vote, which is a, a very special right. There are people in other countries who don't have any say in how their country is run. So that is one of the great things about this country is you can register to vote and you can vote for whomever you please. And uh, the election for the president, the, the campaigning has been going on for a year and a half. I'm trying to think you were in third grade when this started and they just finished it up. And during that time, Donald Trump did say some things that weren't very nice to a, a large swath of people, but uh, there's also a lot of people who did not like Hillary Clinton, and turned out that more people voted for Donald Trump than Hillary Clinton uh, in certain states. Actually, it gets sort of confusing. Hillary Clinton actually got more votes in the whole country, but based on the states that uh, Donald Trump won by getting the most votes in those states, he got the most points. They sort of keep score. You reach a certain score, and then you, you're declared the... Uh, the next president. So that's what happened. That's just ridiculous. It's funny you say that because a lot of people are complaining about, it's called the Electoral College. A lot of people are complaining about that now after the fact and the fact that twice in 16 years, the person who won the most votes in the in the country didn't win the presidency. But you could also argue that no one was complaining about that, uh, the Electoral College in that process in 2008 and 2012 when President Obama won and was reelected. So I think the issue isn't so much the process. The issue is the people that that we have appointed to represent us and can we do better. And and I think um, we can do better, I think, on both sides, whether it's Hillary Clinton, who is a Democrat, or Donald Trump, who is telling people he's a Republican. I I think they they weren't the best choices. And sometimes – and I think what happened here is that a lot of people were frustrated with with the choices and – I would like to think, even though there are a lot of people who are upset with the result, it's, uh, your mom included. <laughs> Probably well, you too. I, was, uh, I wasn't happy about it. I was shocked um, based on what I thought would happen and based on the things that, that Trump had said about people, uh, people like you and me and your mom, for that matter, and not so nice things and that people still supported him through that. So I was, I was sort of surprised that he won despite all that, but... I think, well, look, we know people, we people we know and love that voted for Donald Trump, and they certainly don't feel the way about us that Donald Trump says he does. So that is just, uh, you know, we got to deal with it. 
and we can be upset and that's, I think that's okay to be upset, but it's more important to, to do something. And by do something, I don't mean yell and scream and complain. <laughs> I mean, be a good person. Yeah. And it starts with being a good person because Donald Trump through his words has not been a good person. And now he is the, the person that has been elected to run this country for four years. So you hope he changes. And I don't know if he will, but as far as what you and I and our family can do, we can start by being good people and look to help other people and look to be inclusive. Do you know what inclusive means? Like not leaving other people out. Absolutely. So, uh, and that's sort of a big thing that Donald Trump talked about was excluding people, was leaving other people out, was kicking people out of this country, was not letting people in this country for certain things they believed. And that's not what me or your mom are about. And that's certainly what you and your brother are about. So that's what you have to remember. So when people are sad and people are frustrated and people are upset, you can be those things, but you also have to remember that you can change things. You can be a good person and that's where it starts. You can look to help other people and, and that's where it continues. And you can look to include other people, whether they're black or white or rich or poor or whatever, a different religion or believes things that you don't necessarily understand, but you can certainly learn about. And I think that's an important part of growing up is learning from other people, especially those that are different from you. So I think that's sort of the takeaway right now. And while people certainly are, half the country certainly isn't happy about what happened, maybe it'll motivate them and us to, to sort of try to make it better. And that, I think sometimes that's important. I sure hope so. So uh, did you guys talk about that at school at all? Not really. Nothing on Wednesday? Like Somebody said that Trump is going to start World War III, which is kind of ridiculous. But What part of that is ridiculous? Why would anybody want to start a war? <laughs> well, that is a fantastic question. Did a teacher say that or did a student say that? A student. Oh, yeah. No, that's a fantastic question. It may not necessarily be uh, as crazy as it sounds, but it's certainly fair to wonder why would anyone do that um, based on, on just common sense. But the good thing uh, about a lot of the things that Donald Trump said that so many people found troubling is that he can't do them alone. There's something called the Congress, the Senate, and the House of Representatives, and those are also people we elect that, uh, Lord help us, serve as a balance, uh, a check and a balance to, to what the president wants to do. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I think that here's a story. So I play in my old man's soccer league on Wednesdays, and one of the guys I play with is from a, a country called Ukraine. And yep. you, you've heard of Ukraine? Nope. Oh. <laughs> but I, I was just saying, yeah, because yeah. I know what you're like, I know what you mean. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You understand. You understand the English words that are leaving my mouth. Yes. Gotcha. So Ukraine is near Russia, and Ukraine um, has had leaders who are can be called dictators, who can be called megalomaniacs, who have done things that have been terrible for the Megalomaniac sounds funny, but it's actually terrible if you're in the middle of it. It's someone who has complete control, who does things that aren't in the best interest of the people he is supposed to be leading, and uh, corruption and all sorts of things that no one should have to live through. Also, they've had to deal with being invaded by Russia, which is right next door. And I was talking to him last night, and I said, so you've seen a lot of things. What do you think about the, the election results? And he sort of laughed, and he said, this is nothing. He said, I've seen much worse, and I think that this will not be <laughs> as, as bad as it potentially sounds, and I've lived through much worse. So uh, in the grand scheme of things... That's sort of a good thing. The, the other side of that conversation is that we're having this conversation as Americans 
in the United States of America where everything is about democracy. So, but hey, like I said, hopefully it motivates uh, half the country to, to be better and, and to do the right thing. Yep, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk to you about that because I wasn't sure if you had any questions. You really didn't seem to when I talked to you on on, two, on Wednesday morning and just want to double check. So with that out of the way and uh, us getting on to... The fun stuff. Yeah, making America great again in our own way. Woohoo! First things first, I have this sheet of paper here that I wanted to read because it is our first official piece of fan mail. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> We've gotten, um, you know, our neighbors have liked it. Our family members have called us and told us they like the podcast. We've gotten stuff on Facebook and the interwebs, as the young kids call it. But we got a letter in the mail. It says, from Roman, your cousin, my, my nephew, to Uncle Ryan and Kai. That would be me and you. His penmanship is so fantastic, it actually looks like, like the typed word. <laughs> so, good job, Roman. You're... Your teacher's doing a fantastic job. I oh. believe it is the oh. type word. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, Aunt Heather. I was trying to give you some some props there. Anyway, Roman writes, I like your podcast, Kai and Uncle Ryan. We just got a house and we just moved in. <laughs> yeah, Roman's moving right. He has no, no small talk with Roman. He's getting right to the point here. Uh, Ella, his sister, your uh, cousin, my niece, yep. likes your podcast too. She laughs out of her pants. <laughs> <laughs> that, she must wear very big pants then. <laughs> Let me tell you, that is one satisfied customer. So there you go. Thank you, Roman, for writing that letter. Sorry it took us so long to get back to you. I wanted to save it for the podcast. And uh, very nice. I appreciate it. Uh, Ella, wear a belt. That would be my advice to you. <laughs> All right, we've been a busy, we've had a busy two months here. You, I made you write a list of things to talk about. So let me steal that list. And look at it. The first thing you put on your list is rock climbing. This is your new thing. I think we said on the last podcast you've officially retired from soccer. Now you, rock climbing seems to be your your zen, your yoga that keeps you centered type Pilates activity. Does that sound about right? Um, more like complete funhouse. <laughs> oh, I I get the feeling that you like going to yoga because what and you probably do like going. You like going to rock climb rock climbing because. Um, it's sort of calm, but it's also fun. I like mostly the fun part. Okay. Well, what is the, your instructor, Jim? What is the, what is he, uh, he has something about a good thought. What does he say about that? Um, at the end of the day, we always go upstairs and we have, um, happy thoughts. Everybody shares something happy that happened this week or oh, okay. that they're thinking about. Yeah. And that's sort of the part that I like about it. That's sort of the Zen yoga Pilates part that I like about it where you're, Focused on the good things and at the end of your sort of workout, which you don't necessarily do in soccer. So what do you want to tell us? What's the update on climbing? Um, so I did a whole session, which was um, 18, no, uh, 16 classes. Yeah, in, yeah, twice a week, two hours each session, and you didn't miss one. And Jim, your instructor, seems to really like the work you're doing. You just started, but uh, you love it, right? Mm -hmm. There's two new kids. It, that are like in my level too. Yep, you just started your second session, and it sounds like you might be moving up to advanced or something. Did Jim? Did Jim say anything about that? Um, yeah. What is it? So, so the two kids are, um, Trouble and Anna. Oh, really, his name's Trouble. Mm -hmm. Well, I think his real name is Derek, but he likes to be called Trouble. Oh, he likes to be called Trouble. So at the second class, um, when when he was there, um, 
I said, hi, Trouble, while I was on a wall, and he just came in, and he's like, you remembered my name. Oh, well, that's that's great. I'm going to start calling you, make your dad a million dollars, see if that works out. <sighs> Is Derek Trouble? Um, No, not really. Oh, well, then maybe that whole million-dollar nickname thing won't work. <laughs> got to <gotta> rethink that. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm looking at your list here. Second on the list is... Uh, Science quiz. Yeah. So this was a little academic battle of sorts. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that's right. So lay it out. What happened? For science, we were split into teams and each team rotated turns like ta- um, like doing questions and you had to rotate. Otherwise, that would be cheating. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> at the end, it came down to two teams. They were tied. Both teams had 18 points, my team and another team. And Mr. Wallen, our science teacher, said to pick one person from our team to go up to the board and do a problem. And my team picked me, and the other team picked a girl named Kelly, and I won by about three seconds. The problem was 45 times 5, which was... um 27? 125. Oh, I was close. <laughs> nice job. Had the two right. Awesome. So is that the first time you've been picked for the... Uh the nerd squad there? Very funny. <laughs> that's that's great. I mean, it's great to be picked first for anything. And, and honestly, look, being p- picked first in sports is great when you're in middle school and high school. But uh, that dream uh, runs out pretty quickly. To be picked first in, in a science or math-related thing, uh, like a diamond, that that thing lasts forever, baby. Well done. I love it. Oh, God, speaking of nerdy nerdiness here, uh, computer class, which uh, it's sort of a programming class, sort of a app class. Is that what it is? Yep. Once a week, you you and your buddy Tristan goes. Does anyone else in that class that we know? No. All right, so you go, guys go to Lemoyne, I believe is where it is, which is a college. Yep, yep college nearby. At Riley Hall. Riley Hall, nice. So uh, what do you do in this class? Because I haven't been yet because I, I work on that day. Mm, there's like a lot of puzzle chunks pieces. Each one has like a different thing that it makes it do. Like some would say when the green flag is plus, pressed, um, and then you could add things onto it like this character glides five seconds. So like um, when you press the green flag at the top of the screen, it would go forward like for five seconds. And you were able to make it do that based on the code you wrote? Uh-huh. I actually ever think that one of those little games where you press the guy and then it moves to a different spot really quickly. And like Pac-Man? To, yeah. Yeah, and you have to keep pressing it. Mm-hmm. Ever think that that's simple? That is completely wrong. I programmed one myself and it took... Like the whole class. Yeah. No, that's right. Uh, I did a little bit of programming, um, not video game programming, but programming for like school-related stuff when I was in graduate school. And a little bit of programming to do like math takes a very long time to set up, at least initially, and then you can sort of work from there. But it is, it's amazing how much work goes into doing that. And it's also amazing what all these people are able to create um, using basically... Letters, words, numbers, and they translated into video games and all sorts of, you know, CGI stuff. It's it's, it's mind-boggling. So I'll repeat to you what I say to you all the time. Math and science, baby, that is the answer to every question you have about education. Yep. Word up. Except for what it's called. (laughs) You can. What? Education. Except for what education is called. It's called education. You don't need math and science to... Moving on. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, you're the age now. You're nine and a half. Yep. Actually closer, almost 10, I think. Let's see. 
mm, nine and three quarters probably at this point. Bum, and, bum, bum, bum. Okay, we got the we got the bugles there, buddy. Okay. And you're at the point now where we're starting to watch more movies, more movies that your mom and I used to love growing up and have loved, you know, in the years since. And one of the ones you watched earlier this week is Go- The Goonies. The Goonies, which is, oh, gosh, so good. Hilarious. So, so good. And you watched it. Who was your favorite character in The Goonies? Um, I think Data or maybe um Chunk. Yeah, I love Chunk and Data too. <laughs> and Data, you will learn, is in another movie called Indiana Jones. So you'll get to see him in that at some point soon. I'm not sure if that's yet on the, the schedule. But what did you like about uh, Goonies? Uh, I don't know. It was just pretty awesome. Yeah, you haven't seen a lot of movies like that. So that was probably new and exciting to you. That movie's from 85 or 86, I think. Mm. So you were, what year were you born? 2007. So you were negative 31 <laughs> when that movie came out. So you probably don't remember it. But, oh, God, what a great movie. Your mom and I were very young. We were just a little bit older than you, actually. I don't think we saw it. At least I didn't when it first came out, but I saw it later. Fantastic. Yep, I think Chunk is my favorite. And then you just started watching it, finished watching it. Um, what did you watch? Oh, School of Rock. And I was interested in showing you. We didn't you, finish it yet, but. Yeah, which is what I just said. Thanks for listening. But I, I bring it up because you are still playing the violin, but you're sort of getting kind of wishy-washy burned out on it. But I thought showing you School of Rock with Jack Black, who is just some sort of bum who's really good at playing guitar and music and ends up substitute teaching at this school of, it looks like elementary school. Hello, this is Ned Schneedler. <laughs> <laughs> that is your Jack Black impression. And, uh. He comes in and works with these kids, and they become these uh, this awesome band. We haven't gotten to, to the end of it yet, but it's clear that's, that's what the path this movie is going to take. And I was hoping it would reignite your interest in music. So uh, what do you like about it the best? Do you like uh, Jack Black, who's Mr. Sneedley? Yes. Or? I love when he took his shirt off and tried to crowd surf, and then the crowd just <laughs> stepped, stepped around him, and then he just fell flat, flat on the floor. He is, he, he is hysterical. <laughs> in every movie, he's basically the same person. Uh, his shirt usually ends up coming off, and he likes to dance, and he's <laughs> super awesome at guitar. He has awesome voices. And in this movie, he's especially great with the kids. And the fact that that's another thing. Math and science is awesome, but if you can play an instrument really well, that's that's so impressive. Uh, not only to people like me, but for, in your case, for the ladies. <laughs> I was joking with one of... Uh, our friends, you know him. He's he's fr- you know his kids, so that's why I'm fr- friends with him. And we both played the guitar a little bit. And we were joking that if you can just play one song on the guitar in college, that'll get you a long way. It doesn't even have to be a good song. Just first few choruses, bada bing, bada boom, you look like a superstar. All right, so uh, there's there's that going right down the list here. What is the epic Halloween game? That um, sounds like it's not going to be epic at all. No, remember that one on Google. Oh, that was a good one. That goes back to coding and programming. Yep. So, some nerd programmed that, and it's like crazy popular. I know. I beat Dad. He had um. Settle down. You're had, getting ahead of yourself. Uh, he had thirty thousand two hundred for his high score. My high score is sixty six thousand one hundred and ten. Yeah. So this game. I beat the game on Halloween on Google's front page. There was a, a little ghost game you could play. What were you a? Um, is that guy a penguin a or something? Cat. It's a cat. Oh, a cat. So a cat has a wand, and you have to do the gestures, whether they're up, sideways, make a lightning bolt gesture, 
a heart was one of them. Triangles, stuff like that. Triangles. So you have to make all these gestures on your on your um, on your computer or your iPhone or your iPad, and that's how you destroy the ghosts that are trying to attack you. And it gets super fast. It's it's ba- you know it's basically an old school Atari game where you're just trying to space invaders basically get rid of the bad guys before they speed up and, and eventually blow you up. <laughs> and yeah, so you finally Except they don't have bombs in this. They, yeah, you finally beat me after some extended period of time but no we were like kept getting ahead of each other like maybe me, then you then maybe i don't yeah. remember that part but maybe and it didn't matter because your mom got like a hundred thousand on the first try yeah um i didn't see it so i think she cheated but she she says she got it so we'll have to take her over. i don't i don't think she lied she's good at it yeah well, crazy good you've been brainwashed clearly <sighs> okay yeah so the epic halloween game it did turn out to be epic in fact uh what does this say Oh, also, I got a new high score, 86,900. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, wait, no, 86. I can't hear you. <sighs> oh, tell me about, you wrote this down. Tell me about Mr. Butt Lightyear. <laughs> so, um, Adrian has these Buzz Lightyear underwear. So you're your five-year-old brother. <laughs> and I was um, building with some Legos tonight. Um, and he um was bending down to grab a lego piece and i saw buzz lightyear um on his butt like fr- from his underwear cuz he was only in his underwear of like he um, was. doing it, one of those it was 5 p.m. by the way but go ahead like posing one of those really hilarious faces like oh yeah oh the the buzz lightyear face yeah. on his butt <laughs> the butt lightyear <laughs> the other day your mom must have been at school or something and you and me and him were sitting at the kitchen table, and he was eating cereal, I think. It was like dinner time. I don't know what he's eating, but there's a carton of milk there. And I said something to him. What did I say to him? Use a spoon? I don't know what I said to him, but he looked at the milk carton and said, <laughs> I'm watching you, cow. What did he say no, he looked at glue. Oh, it was the Elmer's glue. <laughs> I moved it out of his no, way. he's like. I'm watching you, cow. Yeah, I moved the, the, the glue away from him during dinner because I figured he'd glue his hands together. And then he peered over at the cow on the Elmer's glue bottle and said, I'm watching you, cow. <laughs> that dude is crazy. I think I just peed my pants. Well, hopefully Ella's pants didn't come off again on that one because that would be trouble. And finally, oh, this is a good way to end, I think. Star Wars mug. Star Wars mug. Tell me about that. Um, we were at Big Lots picking up Halloween stuff, like Halloween candy. <laughs> we me only and get mom. our candy from the best uh, confectionaries. Me and mom. And uh, we were passing an aisle and I saw this really awesome Star Wars mug that, uh, and I'm like, dad would love this. <laughs> and mom's like, okay, fine. You want to save it for a Christmas present? No way. And, um, it was like six bucks, I think. So What? It's a dollar store. What kind of dollar store are they running where it's six bucks? <laughs> it's a mug. So, okay. So. Um, we bought it and then I couldn't hold it in anymore on Halloween night and just like shoved it up your nose. <laughs> you just shove it up my nose? What does that mean? <laughs> I, I gave it to you. Yeah, you gave it to me. <laughs> shove it up my nose. I was, I was appreciative of the gift until I found out the way I received it. I don't remember going up my nose. No, it's awesome. I used it today and I will probably use it tomorrow. Thank you very much. It was very thoughtful of you. And that actually Thanks. is a nice way to come full circle about doing good things that was a great thing you did hooray very thoughtful and that is number 13 in the books so uh yeah we'll we'll talk soon so hold on one last thing
Oh, yeah. That's the other thing about playing the violin. You have to finish your Star Wars intro because we did that once. And you, so that's one more reason you have to continue your, your training in violin. I'm glad you brought that up. All right. Well, I will then smell you later. Smell you later.